You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello everyone. Happy Thanksgiving and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am your host, Constance Arnold of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. I am so thankful, so grateful, so appreciative that you've joined me from all over the world today. And uh, I can truly say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me that I believe that this show will make a dramatic difference and shift in your life. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, When this show airs, uh, Thanksgiving will be in, I think, about three days after the show airs today on Sunday. And uh, in the U.S., we are grateful and thankful and we set aside uh, a Thursday in November to be with friends and family. And I'm so grateful for that. So this is going to be a different Thanksgiving for me because normally my brothers, my two brothers come down from, uh, they live north of Atlanta from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And, uh, but because my brother is still recovering, they're not going to do that. They're going to come down for Christmas. And so I had to do a shift, a shift in my thinking. So what am I going to do? And I knew in my mind, I'm going to crash some of my friends' homes. And so uh, at this very moment, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but I am welcome in so many places. And so I want to say to anybody who's listening and you feel like that um, you are alone or you don't have anyone to connect with, reach out to some friends, reach out to hotlines that talk to people, a 1-800 numbers, uh, you know, for a support group and assistance. And don't be isolated and by yourself during the holidays, okay? Make a decision. I am going to have a great holiday. Everybody see that? I'm going to have a great holiday because being optimistic is really a choice, And uh, you really have to fight against discouragement during the holidays. You have to make a decision. I'm going to be happy and thankful during the holidays. Okay, I'm going to get right with it. I'm teaching today and excited about it. I'm going to be uh, answering your questions from all over the world. Of course, I get a lot of business questions. I'm going to be talking to you about business Do you have an online business? Are you thinking about starting an online business or just a business period? Then you need to make sure that you're listening. What about a relationship? Have you been believing for your soulmate and it doesn't look like anything is happening? And then somebody asked me the question about how do I personally merge Christianity and the law of attraction? I got some juicy stuff for you. So let's get to my first question. So let me just say this, that all of you know that when I'm answering questions, All of my questions are principle focus answers. So that means that even though you didn't write the question in, I'm going to share principles that you can take and use in your life. So anybody who's in business, drum roll, please. Okay, this person uh, sent in uh, this question. Constance, I've heard you say that you've been in business for 20 years. That's right. All glory be to God. And he said, what can you share with me about how you you manifested your business or how we should manifest our business from the inside out? out. Uh, I've been doing all of the seemingly hard work online outwardly, but need to work on doing more inwardly. I work alone at home. And even though I'm online, my business has not made a lot of money. I remember you said once that 
you ask the question, are you doing business or are you playing business? I'm an alpha male and try and trying to figure out things by myself. Well, thank you, Mr. Alpha Male. But let me just say up front that uh, an alpha male knows that in order to be successful in business, period, that you have to connect and really collaborate with others. That's just my first point. Okay, so you guys, you know I've been in business 20 years. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been on the ins and outs of business. I've had to recreate my business. I know what it's like to make so much money. You don't even know what to do with it. I know what it's like not to have any money coming in, to have big contracts, and then all of a sudden they fall through. So I've been through it. So th this is how I, I believe, since he asked me specifically, about the ins and outs or success in your business uh, from the inside out. For anybody who's thinking about business or you're online, uh, listen up. Just some principles. I believe that all success is backwards and inwards first. Huh, what do you mean by that? And God always works from the outcome and then he works backwards. And so... You have to decide or get a vision of, you know, what what is your business? And then you begin to go inside and think about and get a vision of that. And then you begin to work backwards toward that vision. So I, I think one of the best things that you have to do is, you know, write down what your business vision is. Let me give you an example. Uh, I want to work with inner inner city at risk minority males between the ages of 13 to 17 and mentor them in the area of dot, 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 dot. So, so can you see how clear and specific that is? So you're getting a vision on the inside first, and then you're going to work your way backwards from that business. Uh, you always keep the future in your mind and you move toward it. You, you know, I personally believe that one thing that a lot of entrepreneurs do, they just say, I want to start a business. But I but I believe that you need to get a really clear vision of the um, of the business and you need to marinate in it. You know how you marinate a piece of meat? You leave it in the refrigerator, you know, in this spe special sauce or or whatever. And you know why? Because you want all of that flavor to get down in the meat. And that's what you have to do with your vision. I believe even before you get online, get your website, uh, get your domain uh, name and all of that. So this guy asked me about inside out. So marinate in your business, live in it, feel your vision even before you act on it. What is that going to look like for you? Who's going to be your, your your target market? Male, female, young, older, or, or all inclusive? And, and I believe that one question that you have to ask yourself is, how can you begin now to align yourself when now with what you want your future to look like? So I'll use me for an example. You know, I'm going to be traveling a lot. My desire in 2019 do a lot of platform speaking. Okay, by the way, let me put in my little plug. If you have an upcoming event, email me and I would love to come and partner with you, make you look good, uh, uh, really come in and do a phenomenal job. I will certainly design and customize my speak or my leadership training around your your company's vision, your your organization mission statement, etc. Okay, let me get back. Okay, <clears throat> so in 2019, that's the vision. What am I doing beginning on the inside? It's still 2018. I'm talking about 2019. So my vision is to be on more platforms, speaking, really training and helping people. So since that's my vision, 
<clears throat> I have a vision of me walking out in my high heels. You know, all of my friends, they laugh at me. They say, Constance, you're the only person I know that still trains in high heels. That's just who I am. I mean, the only pair of flat shoes that I owned for years were my running shoes. So I have a vision of me being fit and fabulous in 2019 so that when I stand and train, I'm filled with vitality, energy, and aliveness. And people are excited and, you know, you can run around on the stage or whatever you want to do. What am I doing? I'm asking myself, what can I do now to begin to align myself with what I want in 2019? So that means everything that I eat, I'm asking myself, is this going to help me in 2019? You know, my walking when I don't feel like it, I'm, you know, I get a vision and begin to walk that forward every day. So to this gentleman, I, my question to you is, how can you begin now to align yourself with what you want in the future? We're still doing inside. And I want to say to you, <clears throat> sir, whatever dream you have, you know, whatever your business is, the seeds are on the inside of you of becoming that person. See, it's not it's not about starting a big business. It's about who you're becoming. You're becoming more disciplined, more focused, etc. And I'm going to say to you, just cultivate those seeds that's on the inside of you. Because if if you started a business, then spirit gave you the motivation for the business and begin to cultivate those seeds. What kind of seeds? Persistence, uh, discipline, connecting with others, forward thinking. Those are all the things that you need for business. And so this is an example of a person that I work with who is extremely successful. And, you know, he worked long hours, etc. But he never cultivated the seed of how to control his anger. He never cultivated that seed of temperance. And so he would go off on folks, scream and holler, rant and rave. And, you know, you can't do that to people. And so his business decreased and it, it failed because he never cultivated those seeds. And so, sir, this is a time for you to go in and cultivate those seeds of control, discipline, focus, etc. And he lost his business and his marriage. OK. And so. Also, you know, just some outward things. I would say identify with people <clears throat> that that have done what you're trying to do. So the question is, what people resources do you need to help you walk out your business? Because you said that you're alpha male and most alpha males. I love you guys. A lot of alpha males <laughs> try to figure out things themselves. But success leaves clues, and we know that the clues are that you need collaboration to, to be successful. So we know you can't do it alone. And so who are the people? Identify what the people resources would be for you to walk out your business. So once you get a clear picture of what your business is, and you want to do that because you want to be able to explain explain your vision to people so that they can say, oh, yeah, I can help you with that. Everybody see that? So let's just say if you have a business and you're going to um, Mary Jane's house to because you have identified her as a people resource. So when you go to her, you're going to say, I want to motivate and inspire millennial women via webinars in the area of how to change self-esteem and self-concept so that they can make healthier choices in their earlier years. Wow, you see how clear that is? So when you go and you collaborate with people, just in a quick, short sentence, you can give them a vision of what you want. So, sir, that's what I would say to you. Uh, I would say get mentoring. Uh, you need to, you, you probably need coaching. And I'm not saying necessarily with me. You know, I have a client. She's an international client. This woman, <laughs> she has she has paid a lot of money 
not all with me, but just every time any kind of business seminar comes up and she lives in another country. So that means that she has to set her alarm clock so that she can. Do people still use alarm clocks? Yeah, on their phone. She has to set her alarm, maybe not a clock, but she has to set her alarm to wake herself up to attend seminars that are going on in the U.S. She's done that for years. What is she doing? She's preparing herself for her business. And now everything is coming together. So I'm going to say to you, sir, you need to be coached or mentored. And, you know, I paid $5,000 for my business coach back in the day. And I didn't have it, but I knew that I needed what she had because I didn't want to struggle. I would suggest that to you. Maybe begin a blog, a question you may ask yourself, are you about money or service? Because you can't go after money first. You got to serve people. What services or products do you offer that are so unique and really offer an extraordinary experience with people that makes them want more of you or your products or services? I mean, I mean, that's the question. And that's what I would say to you, how you can begin to really work your business from the inside out. And I'm just a living witness. And I've talked to enough successful people to know that, boy, when you do from the, when you do it from the uh, inside out, those practical outward steps will come together. It, it takes time to build a business. And uh, some people want to be an overnight sensation, but I'm just going to say to you that, that it does take time to do that. And if you have a powerful, uh, burning desire and a strong vision, I'm going to say stick with it. Okay. All right. Next question. Let me take me some water. Okay. Okay. This is about friendship. So any of you who have friendships, I want you to listen up. She said, help Constance. I'm losing all of my old friends. Over the past two years, I've really been changing my consciousness and embracing spirituality. I am now an avid reader and I'm always on YouTube learning new principles. Okay, you go, girl. I do not want to do the old things and go to the old places that I used to. I want to use my time wisely. As a result, I'm bored with my old friend. I'm bored with what my old friends are doing. And our conversations are so different now because I'm different. I'm young and I still want to have fun and be focused, but I do not want to drink or hang out anymore. I love my friends, but I'm not the same person. And they are saying to me, you sure have changed. What's going on with you? That's a great question. That's a great life question. And I want to say to you that, yes, you have changed. This is a principle. Everybody listen up. When your consciousness changes, your desires and behaviors and people and places change. So what is consciousness? What you believe, what you see in your mind, what you think, etc. And so I'm not surprised that this is happening to you because it all it, it had to happen because you are a different woman now. So when you awaken to spirituality or awaken to new truth, you what you can do is kind of it's kind of like if you were sleeping in a room and it was dark and then you wake up and you're like, huh, I didn't realize that the bathroom was over there or I didn't realize that that lamp was in the car corner. You can see what works and what no longer works for you. You're not judging them, but it it no longer works for you just to go and waste your time. So there's always a shift when you change consciousness. And that shift includes who's in your life. It doesn't mean that the people are, are bad. It just means that their season in your life, you know, might be over. So the light that you are walking in or the light that you are taking affects those around you. And the price would be in some cases letting go of those relationships. And, 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 and so when your consciousness change, you got to remember your old way of thinking, uh, 
your old way of doing things. It just drops out of your life. I just know personally, you know, my friends have really changed. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it was a shock to me initially because I'm such a loyal friend. I want to hold on to you. And God had to teach me. Even with my mentor, James Powers, he had to teach me, you know, that that um, there may be seasons when we talk a lot and there may be seasons when we don't. I had to learn to go with the flow of that because you have to remember that God is doing something on the inside of you and people can't go take you where they have not been. And, and so... It's like you're in between floors. You used to be on floor number 10. Now you're on floor number 19 and a half. You're not on 20 and you're not on 19. So you're feeling sort of isolated. And and you probably are. A lot of times uh, when your consciousness changes, uh, it may feel like a void. Some people feel alone. I know uh, there were times when I did and you just like, what's going on here? And so I guess the question I have for you, my dear, is what is your heart telling you about your friends? I, I mean, your heart always knows the way to your highest good. And I'm sure your friends feel uncomfortable because you want to read books and and probably meditate and pray and and it's not that you don't want to have fun, but they just may not be where you are. And that's fine. And that doesn't mean that you don't love them, but it just means that that you're just going to a different level. And and, and some people would just drop off. Let's just say if you got a party girl, ain't nothing wrong with being a party girl because I've been partying, you know, for my birthday this whole week. But if you got a party girl and every Friday and Saturday, a girlfriend wants to go out and just have fun. And maybe you want to cozy up with the book, (laughs) with the latest New York Times bestselling book and read. That's who you are now. And so by virtue of elimination, that particular person over time will just sort of just, you know, drop out of your life. And so I suggest that you talk to your friends and say, hey, this is what's going on with me. I'm just more focused on this than I am with that. And then once you uh, begin to just uh, vibrate on that level, you'll begin to tra- attract people in your life who are on your level or higher. And so would you say that a lot of your friends are really celebrating your change or they're like, you know, you must think you're all of that. Everybody got that? So talk to your friends. Um, Know that the new friends on your new level of consciousness will appear in your life and that really all of the resources that you need for this season in your life will show up. So you don't have to be afraid. Uh, You don't have to be anxious. Just enjoy the season that you're in. Hey guys, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And uh, I'm going to go to these quick commercials. Then I'm going to be right back answering some more of your questions. This is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. (laughs) Stay tuned, everybody. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. I'm back. 
Okay, guys, before I get to my next questions, I wanted to make sure that I remind you to uh, check me out on social media, on Twitter, LOA Constance, on Instagram, CL Arnold 11, on Facebook, Coach with Constance. And uh, you can kind of see me in a different light. I, I post some really great daily tips, some videos. You can see me with my different hair. Uh, one of my clients, he's a male in another country. He said, Constance, every time we coach, you have different hair. I'm like, you better believe it. <laughs> okay, that's my feminine energy coming out. Okay, this is so good. So uh, the next question, I receive a lot of questions on relationships. By the way, it's now time for me to plug my book. I really have an awesome book. Uh, on uh, attracting and manifesting genuine love and also some awesome uh, attracting love affirmations. Um, I was listening to those the other day and I, I really was in the spirit when I did those affirmations and I had a gentleman to really put uh, some awesome music around it. So check it out on my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And while you are on that website, I'm thanking you in advance for your donation because I know that this show is changing your your lives because you tell me and uh, I'm thanking you in advance for your donation. So let's get to my next question, which is about relationships. And as I said earlier at the beginning, anybody can take these same principles, remember that, and apply them to your life. So this lady wrote me and she said, Constance, it is nearing the end of 218 and I'm feeling sad because I have not manifested my relationship. And I want to say, who told you that? I feel like I have done all the work, but I'm still by myself. I feel lonely as a new holiday is approaching. And I told myself that I would not be by myself or be in this position again this year. But here I am. What a great question. Is there anybody else that might feel that way? I have felt that way a decade or so. And so I really feel you, my sister. Let me help you. So first of all, I understand but let me let me say something bold up front. Sit down, because this might knock you down. But you can really choose how you feel. Ooh, as I said earlier, being optimistic is really a choice, but you have to fight against discouragement. And and, and so I went through that process. So I'm I'm relating to you. Uh, but I'm just going to say what well, I'm going to tell you what's going to help you. This is the issue, especially with people who are trying to manifest their soulmate. You have to learn and it is a process to be happy and joyful doing the process. Instead of waiting for him or her to come so that you can be happy. And, and and you may have moments where you may feel, wow, I feel so lonely. You know, I've been there and done that. But basically, we, we live in states. Let me just tell you how we live. We live in states of joy, states of happiness, states of depression, states of discouragement. And, in, and at any time, all of those states are around us. And we can choose which one we're going to live in, think about, feel, and occupy. And so right now, if you really believe that love is on its way to you, you still can be happy during this holiday. And I'm not telling you something in theory. I've done that before. I've done it several holidays. And, and so you have to make a decision to access those states are doing the holiday. So how would you do that? You know, what can you be joyful about? I'm sure, you know, do you have a job? Do you live in a home? You know, I'm just thinking, I want to send my prayers out to all the folks in California. 
you know, if you live, um, if you're an international listener, you know, there have been so many fires in Malibu. I think it's Ventura County in California where, you know, people have had to escape from their homes. And I was just thinking just the other night, Constance, you still have your home. And so to this lady, you have to decide during the holiday. And just period, which stages am I going to allow myself to live in? Joy, happiness, gratitude, sorrow, etc. And so the question you have to ask yourself, my dear, is what upgrades and inner transformations has happened to you since the beginning of the year? And I didn't read all of your email, but I could tell that you were like, hadn't anything happened? Yes, it has. You've gotten upgrades. Maybe you're more focused, more, more disciplined. Maybe you have a higher image of yourself. Maybe your faith has increased. Uh, maybe you have a bigger vision. So so what upgrades can you be happy and joyful about? And, you know, possibly those upgrades are things that you might need in the relationship that's coming your way. Maybe you need to learn to be more, let's just say, patient. You know, so, so God has given you the upgrade for that, uh, et cetera. Can you see that? And so let's shift our attention away from always manifesting. But really, who are you becoming? That's the wealthiest part of the journey. Because when you become something, possibly God is preparing you to be a wife. You know, anybody can be a woman, but I mean, it it takes something. I've been married. It takes something to be a wife. And so I believe that when you focus exclusively on the thing and not the richness of the process over time, you just become weary with it because you're so focused on the soulmate. And let me tell you, I get it. We're wired for love. I understand it. But I'm just telling you that you are so powerful that during the holidays and forever you can make a choice. Okay. And so excess, you've heard me say the three top vibrations are what love, joy and gratitude. And it is Thanksgiving. And while when I say gratitude, I mean, you know, just grateful for every little thing. Well, let me just tell you a story about about me. It was it was some years ago and it was Christmas was coming, I think it was. And I told James Powers, that's my mentor for you who who have not heard him. And he gave me some principle centered advice. Y'all know he did. Right. I I wanted to just be pitiful and oh, my God, I'm by myself and I'm always giving, but I'm I'm such a sweet woman. I mean, I went on and on. I I did a commercial about Constance. (laughs) And I was focusing in on what I didn't have. And and James Powers told me, he said, uh, Constance, at that time I was living in a large, large, beautiful home. I still am. But this house was kind of like in the woods uh, on an acre of land. You had to drive down this uh, kind of rocky road to get to me. It was built in like the 1930s. I had a fireplace in my dining room. Fabulous. And he said, Constance, why don't you just throw a Christmas party? And, you know, like the Grinch who stole Christmas, I was like, you know, what about me? And and he said, uh, or do a Christmas luncheon for women and just begin to invite other people over who might be feeling the same, you know, and maybe tell your friends about how you're feeling. And, you know, my pride at that time just wouldn't let me do that. And so I said, okay, so what did I do? I changed my thinking and I chose to begin to think about what can I do during the holidays? And honey, I called the guy who was my decorator. I said, come over here and decorate the house. So he decorated the house. And uh, I, the first thing I had was I just had a small Christmas party which was so nice and I had everybody to bring food and they're just like, oh, we just love your house. And I mean, it just really showed me love. I was able to give love and it just filled me up. 
And that done, that did not mean that I didn't have moments of, of loneliness, but I was just so happy and so full of love. And then I decided, and I don't know why, but I said, okay, I'm going to have a luncheon at my house. And I used to have a luncheon where I invited at least 100 business women. I'm like, it's Christmas time. People are feeling really funny. And and I'm like, okay. And I put this thing together and people would, you know, I asked people to bring certain foods. It was fabulous. I met so many wonderful people. So many people told me this was the only event that I had planned for Christmas. I'm so glad you had. And I realized that I was occupying a state of love and gratitude. And, you know, when everybody left, I went into my bedroom and I was like, wow, this was awesome. So, I, I, you know, I'm just saying to you, young lady, that you can you can begin to choose what you want, you know, acknowledge your feelings and know that you are powerful and you don't have to stay there. Okay, so what are you focusing in on? I'm going to go back to that. Focus in on what you do have. Even though you don't have your soulmate, what do you have? You know, maybe begin to do what I did. Uh, Write down some ways that you change and the many new gifts that you're going to bring to this relationship. Begin to be so grateful. I heard you say it's not here. Well, it's on this way. How many times a day do you say, oh, God, thank you for my soulmate that's on this way. I'm so grateful for my soulmate that's on this way. How many times do you bring that future into the now? I keep telling y'all gratitude is just one of the most powerful vibrations to accelerate your manifestations. And and then I guess the other thing that I would say to you, think about could you do things differently to be around more more men? Uh might be join some meetup groups, some volunteering. I don't know if you're doing online dating, but but you have to have a plan to position yourself to really meet people. And then lastly, You know, you got to acknowledge and remember that God is the great orchestrator of all manifestations. And and God is the great matchmaker. And and it's even in the Bible where it says it's not good that man or woman should be alone. And so that's what I would say to you. And to move beyond your emotions, move beyond yourself. And, and possibly reach out to somebody else. Take a look. A practice of radical gratitude. Uh, just think about all the wonderful upgrades that you do have that you're going to take into this relationship. How about that? Because, you know, in relationships, you can't be self-centered. You can't be spoiled. You can't be a child. I, I always say love is for grown-ups. And that's just what time that is. Wow, this is so good. I'm going to listen to this myself. (laughs) Okay. I get this question a lot and people want to know, as a Christian, what do I think about the, how, how do, as a Christian, how am I living out the law of attraction or As a Christian, you know, how did I come to have expanded consciousness? Can you be a Christian and believe in the metaphysical? So I'm just going to tell you guys a little bit about my own journey because I always get this question because a lot of people are saying, well, you know, if I believe in Jesus Christ, can I believe in the secret? Because, you know, in the secret, they didn't even mention God. I hear that all of the time. And uh, let me just tell you a little bit about my journey. I am a non-denominational, spirit-filled Christian. Uh, I believe in miracles. I believe in laying hands on people for healing, etc., etc. I do go to church, but I am not religious. 
I, I do believe people say, well, do I have to go to church? You know, I'm going to say, no, you don't have to. But there's something very powerful and mystical about when believers come together. But, you know, in my own life, I, I, I just knew I was hungry for more of God. And I felt like that some churches had put God in a box and it was too judgmental for me. And I began to say, well, how can a loving God judge me or how can a God who loves me send me to hell? And I just began to think something is not right. And, and you know, I've always been a little person who went rogue and, and, and I just in my thinking begin to say y'all better get ready for this one God is bigger than the Bible I felt like you know there's more truth God is too big to just be limited to just the Bible and you know I was afraid to tell people these things because I attended a very large church it was a, a one of the largest churches in the southeast that was totally integrated and you know just very powerful you know I've gone to faith conferences you know I've attended uh healing conferences, and I still believe in all of that. But when I looked around, and even in my own life, I'm like, something's not right. I, I just didn't feel the power of God, and I did not see the the big manifestations of God. And I would see people who were just businessmen who were who were rich because you know my mantra was that I was going to be rich by the time I was 30 I wasn't but I had married I married somebody who was <laughs> but I, I I saw people struggling who had a relationship with God financially and then I would see people in business who were millionaires. Not that money is everything, but, you know, like Les Brown said, it's right up there with oxygen. I said, something's not right. And so I began to just search. I began to uh, read. I felt alone in my thinking. I, I couldn't really talk to my friends at the time about what was happening on the inside of me. I didn't know it then, but God was trying to expand my consciousness or, or expand the truth that I knew uh, or uh, expand my experiences. And so then that's when James Powers told me about 15 years ago. He said, you need to read the science of the mind. And if you never read it, I mean, it has to be, I don't know, 1,000. <laughs> it's big. It's a big book by Ernest Holmes. And when I began to read that book, I said, this is truth. And what I realized was that the difference was you have a the presence of God, which for me is a relationship is intimacy, is praying in the spirit, etc. So you have the presence of God or co-creator or spirit. And then you have the principles, which are the law of attraction, the law of vibration, the law of sowing and reaping, etc. So presence and principles. And so over here with the presence, you have love, creator, Abba, Father, relationship. It's relational. Universal principles will work for anybody who will work them. And so that's why many times you will see people who seemingly don't even care. Not, they may not go to church, but they're working the principles. And they may not have the presence of indwelling spirit, 
but they're certainly working those principles. And the principles will work for anybody who will work them. It's kind of like the law of gravity. You've heard me say this before. You jump off of a building, you know the deal. The law of giving and sowing. And so what happened to me was I began to experience God in a different way. Many dimensions of you know, when I read Never Got It, I feel God. When I read, um, who are some of the other people? You know, the, the subconscious mind guy, Joseph Murphy. I feel God. So it's dimensions of truth. But I have not made the law of attraction my God. It's a principle. And so what happened for me is the God will help me to... The presence and the power of God will help me understand and collaborate with me in using the universal laws. So that's why with the law of attraction, you will hear me say that I'm co-creating with God. So when it comes to money, let's just use money. I know that the presence of God says that, you know, since I'm a Christian, that is my divine right. That's what Jesus died for, for me to, to have wealth in my life, etc. And in the Bible, it says that God has given me the power to create wealth. And so then I begin to align my thinking with, I'm wealthy now. God wants me to have wealth. It's my birthright. I begin to tap in, live in, and occupy those spiritual principles. So for me, it is the merger of the presence of God and the principle. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, they say I am God and I say the same thing. But I am God, but God is in me. Because ladies and gentlemen, there are just some things many things that I can't do without the presence and the power of God. So, so, so I think that that's what's different for me. Everybody get that? And so, like I said, I don't worship the law of attraction. I worship God. But I understand that there are fixed laws in this universe that I can love God and have the power and presence of God. But if I jump off of a building, that's what's going to happen to me. And, and, and I see a lot of Christians who have not tapped into the principles and they are frustrated. Been there, done that. They are, they're waiting for a breakthrough. They, um, you know, they know that there is more, but many times because of religion, they are afraid to really move out. So, you know, so that's my story for for the many times that I have received this question about, you know, do I believe in the secret? And I felt like the secret was very powerful. Uh, I just felt that it was a book of principles. But because, you know, you had to have God to manifest those things. I felt like she did a great job of really introducing us. But no matter what book you read or whoever you listen to, and that includes me, you need to pray and ask the spirit, show me, reveal to me. You have to own that truth yourself. You have to spend enough time with the principle that you will know. Aha. Uh -huh. So that's what that means. And so for me, it has been an unfolding. It has been really a phenomenal experience for me. And I'm not trying to get woo woo with you, but I have had experiences in the spirit with God that I probably never would have had if I, if I had not expanded my consciousness. And sometimes I feel out of place. <laughs> I feel like, well, I don't belong over here because I'm not religious, but then I don't belong over there either. 
you know, just so mystical that it's weird. You know, I don't belong here. Somebody invited me to speak at their church. And I said to them, well, well, you know how I am. And uh, I certainly, you know, but I'm not going, I, I certainly wouldn't go in and just share anything. But I told the person, well, you know what I believe. And so I had lunch with somebody the other day who had not been with me in a while. And she said, well, you know, I saw you. I saw you on YouTube. Oh, by the way, you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel. I forgot to tell you. (laughs) She said, I saw you on YouTube and I was just wondering where you were spiritually. I said, well, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. You know, I had to give a smart mouth answer. And she just started laughing. I said, but I'm not religious. God is bigger. And so that's my experience. You know, everybody will have their own. But if you are are, are feeling a pull, if you're feeling hungry, thirsty for more, not in a judgmental way, I say quietly allow the spirit to, you know, just begin to move you in that direction. And and now a lot of my friends who have been very frustrated are saying like, you know, there's more. So so don't let religion limit you. Just be as open as you can. Now, that's my true story. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. So, you know, these have been some powerful questions. And, and I'm going to say to you about the power of repetition. Listen to this show over and over and over again. Uh, If you are a person who, uh, like I said, was going through the whole relationship issues, listen to that. Uh, If you are someone who is trying to start a business or increase your business, listen to the principle-centered answers that I gave to the gentleman on on starting his business. Or, Or if you feel that God is expanding you, Uh, listen to my story where I just talked about my own experience. And when you do that, you allow the spirit to say, no, this is where you are. This is what you need to do for your business, etc. Well, guys, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. This has been so good. And uh, I just want to say that I really want you to enjoy your Thanksgiving, the beginning of some marvelous times, uh, I'm going to declare and decree that that these holidays will be some of the best holidays that you've experienced. You need to start saying that and uh, start believing that because there's nothing Uh, you know, but the truth. And I think that's it. So email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And of course, I would love to coach with you. That should be your holiday gift to yourself. Uh, Go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and check out my coaching videos and some of my testimonies. And as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by the love and the support of God. And of course, you know that I love you, believe in you and adore you. And this week, I want you to think and say something good is going to happen to me and through me today. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.